Submit to what you cannot control, but grab the bull by the horns on the things that you can control. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast, people. There's a lot of things beyond our control. A little story about that. About a week ago, I was helping a gentleman deliver some product. And uh, there was an account that was a long ways out of the way. I was only getting two cases of uh, product. So I thought, well, you know what? I'll take one for the team. I'll, I'll take the little little vehicle over there and, and uh, I'll take the beer he needs to him. Well, and when I got there, turned out that I was out of a bunch of product, unbeknownst to me, and I get up to the door with his two cases and he was pissed. And he said, I'm not writing a check that small, I'm sending it back. And right there, ladies and gentlemen, is where this guy took his teeth and firmly clamped them onto his tongue and I threw the beer in the van as the gentleman was following me around chewing my ass because I did not have the product that he was looking for and uh Unbeknownst to that gentleman, you know, there was a large amount of logistics and time that went into trying to serve him and get him the product we had. But to his dismay, we did not have all of it. And uh, sometimes you will not be recognized at all And sometimes you'll even get a completely opposite reaction as to when you step out of your way, go out of your comfort zone, go the extra mile and serve someone. And to keep myself from saying anything I would ever regret, because uh, we are in an industry of service, I, uh, I got in the van and left. I really can't tell you that the guy was not done chewing my ass, but uh, I didn't want it to turn into a blown up confrontation, so I just left. (laughs) And there will be times when you do that too, like when you go to help someone and you go the extra mile or you... um, You know, you're going out of your way to help someone and it just does not turn out. And sometimes you'll even catch some really big, you know, you'll get just yelled at just for being there and doing something wrongly. You know, like your charitable service sometimes is, you know, something can screw up or something was wrong or whatever and you you will get a bounce back on that sometimes. which ups the ante 
definitely for charitable and or doing favors or serving your fellow humans, it's not always going to end up the way you want it to. And, uh, but a lot of times, most of the time, it, it does. If that makes any sense to you people whatsoever, uh, I, uh, sometimes you just gotta take the good with the bad, you know? But anyway, I was thinking about it. We, uh, we have ourselves some, uh, young chicks in the household. And I've had them in the brooder for some time. About once a week, I go in there and raise the lamp an inch or three. And I got a set of ten right now that we hatched out ourselves. Which was really fun, by the way. Uh, they're really starting to grow well, and they're really starting to turn into some really nice-looking birds. And, uh, I have been raising the lamp. The lamp is now above the brooder quite a ways. You know, I got it about, I don't know, two, two and a half feet off the, off the floor of the brooder, which is basically a, a steel stock tank. And, uh, they're eating all their food every day in the feeder, which is a uh, quart, and they're, they're definitely drinking most of their water every day, and they're, they're starting to turn into some pretty big birds, so you know, right now I'm considering when I should be putting them outside um, in their own coop. I was thinking about maybe taking one of the other tanks throwing it up in the barn this weekend and having them out there for a couple weeks with a lamp and the only reason I'd be doing that is to get them out of the house and start getting them used to the little bit colder temperatures that the barn would produce with the lamp still there for a heat source. You know, you, you, what you're trying to do is you're trying to wait until your birds are fully feathered before you let them out into the coop. But we have been having, I don't know if it's unusually low temperatures, but it's, it's, at night it's getting below freezing every night. And during the day, it sometimes only gets up to 40, and sometimes it'll get up to 60. Like today, it's going to get up to 60. And then for the next few days, it's down in the 40s and maybe lower 50s. And then, you know, it, it just keeps going on and on and on. It, it, we're not having a big warm-up. If we were, uh, I'd probably already have them out there. But, you know, because a brooder, you know, is a smaller area that your chicks are in, or pullets in this case, and you need to clean that all the time. When you got them in the coop, shit, once a week, you look at it, you decide if you need to clean it or not, because they're not always in there. They're in their chicken yard, and you don't need to clean the chicken yard. Well, at least our chicken yards you don't need to clean. So you look at that, and you think, well, I don't need to clean. It's just less maintenance, one less spot, one less waterer, one less feeder. You know, they're out in amongst the other flock. And um, that's just part of it. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I'd, I'd like to get them out this weekend. But gosh, it might just be a touch too early. 
you know. And, and another thing is, is I, I don't have a cover on my brooder. I probably should because uh, the the littler ones in the other brooder are starting to perch on top of the on top of the feeders and water, which you know, is pretty cool to see that they're so flighty and, and so uh, active. But these are truly wonderful birds and I'm really excited to have them. I can't wait to see the roosters grow up and see what they come about doing. Pretty excited about that. But, uh, anyway, um, moving them out will be, of course, you know, it, it, you gotta play it by ear. You know, if it's dead middle of summer, shit, they'd have been out already. You know, because at night, you know, upper 60s is what it's down to. And during the day, it's hotter than hell out, so they'll be fine. But they all, they also have each other to huddle up to, which they do. Um, and we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, with the cold temperatures, I might just have to keep them in another week. It's, it's kind of getting that way. So moving your birds out into a brooder, you got to play it by... How old they are in combination with how what the temperatures are like also in combination with what's their feather situation because different breeds feather out differently than others you know and I'm sitting here with a mixed batch and uh, you know you got the ones with the feathered legs you know definitely warmer and I got these ones with a naked neck which supposedly are very good for um, you know cold weather climates and whatnot but anyway we'll see about moving those out on the other end of the homestead uh, we're looking to transfer some flowers and pots into pots this week before we get uh, I talked to somebody yesterday a pro gardener and uh, this gentleman was saying, you know, you don't need to be in this giant hurry to get your garden tilled up yet. Uh, so I still have some networking and or purchasing to do as far as the garden tiller goes. Um, you know, we'll see how that goes. If I need to purchase one, I'll just purchase one. If I need to rent one, I'll rent one. And if I need to borrow one, I'll borrow one. I don't know yet. We'll see. Uh, I'm not too. I'm not. I'm not too worried about it. I'm pretty sure I will find one. If anything, I could just have Big Farmer Danny come over and hook his field cultivator up to his tractor and rip through it a few times, and then I could go in there and mix in my compost and rake it in if I had to. I mean, we're not too. Uh, we're not too picky on our homestead, I guess. See what happens. Stay tuned, folks. Uh, can't wait. Can't wait. Anyway, turkey season's amongst us. There are many turkey hunters around. Looking at uh, that, we are certainly getting an abundance of wood ticks on the dogs. And those turkey hunters, they must be evading them pretty well. So that's... That's another thing going on in this northern hemisphere. But uh, otherwise, yeah. Looking at uh, getting your chickens out in the coop, that's just a little bit of what I got for you. 
Uh, it's not an exact science, but uh, that's what we're looking at. Anyway, lots going on. Lots going on. Lots to look forward to. And you folks, look at yourselves. Look at what you can control. And be rock stars in the area of what you can control and the stuff you can't. Respond to it accordingly. Uh, I know it is tempting sometimes to have a shit fit and cradle your head in your hands and pout. But uh, the real rock stars of this world deal with shit, look at solutions instead of point fingers and make a legend of themselves. That's what they do. And uh, that's what I hope to do and that's what I hope you do. That's, uh, that's what this podcast is all about. Homesteaders dealing with things and looking at positive avenues to deal with things. Uh, I certainly hope uh, you found good content in this today. If you want to connect, Ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com and or on Instagram, I certainly uh, adore the Instagram group, you know, there's a lot of pretty neat chicken groups, and uh, not groups really, but just people, uh, and creative names, by the way, you know, the Fluffy Butt Hut, and the Butt Nugget people, and uh, just, you're, the names are endless, and creative. Thank you for listening today, I appreciate you, God bless you, I hope God touches your life today. And brings you happiness. I'm praying for you. Anyway, have a good one.